Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. You're listening to Geek This, the pop culture podcast with minimal nerd rage. show i am your host dave clemens and this week we are going to be geeking out about the netflix documentary series the toys that made us before we do that though uh, i'm gonna try something out it's it's new but it's old it's news Uh, so each week i'm gonna give my opinion on some pop culture things that are floating around on the internet and if you want to hear me talk about something in particular, just fill out the contact form over at geekthispodcast.com and I will try to cover it. I'll stick it in my personal notes to talk about on the episode. So first up, we got a trailer for the Transformers spinoff Bumblebee and Honestly, I've not been a fan of the Transformers films since the second one came out. Uh, This trailer, though, makes me want to believe that possibly we are on a course correct. I I really want to believe that, but for some reason I still have this tiny little feeling that it's not the case. So I will most likely be skipping this movie when it hits theaters, but I'm going to check it out uh, probably after it's on digital or Blu-ray. Next, we finally got a trailer for the Lego Movie 2, the second part. If you've been listening to the podcast for the past few years, at least the past four years, you will know that um, I have not reviewed the Lego Movie on the podcast Uh, My friends Daniel Butcher and Matt Anderson did that way back when, when they took over the podcast for an episode. Uh, They did not like the movie. I did, and I'm pretty excited that a sequel is coming out. I'm really hoping that Everything is Awesome is not played a million times. That was probably the worst thing to come out of the Lego movie, but it was a lot of fun. took me back to my childhood, and... um, I'm excited to see what kind of adventure Emmett and Wild Style are going to go on in this one. The trailer is just a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm ready to see more cameos, and I'm just ready to just visit this world again. And uh, I wonder if any of the Marvel properties will get some screen time. I highly doubt it. Lego Batman's back, though, I think. <laughs> Before we get to the main topic, I want to let you know that Geek This merch is available at our online store, and you can grab one of these shirts. I recommend my favorite design, which is the one trailer rule, and uh, you can get that as a shirt or a sticker. So, you know, maybe you don't have the cash to go buy 
a shirt, but you want to grab a sticker. I actually grabbed one of those plus the no spoiler sticker. I grabbed a couple of those ones on my iPad. Can't remember what I did with the other one. Oh, I put it on notebook. But yeah, more designs are on the way. I've also got the traditional logo shirt that's in black or white. It's just a great way to show your support of the podcast by picking one of these up. You can go to geekthispodcast.com slash shirts. And when you do, it would be really awesome if you would go on social media and use the hashtag geekthis. And that just tags us and lets us know that, hey, you got something. And we would love to see a picture of you with it or know at least that you bought it. And we'll give you a shout out on the show. Last year, Netflix dropped four episodes of a documentary series that explored the history of toys from almost everybody's childhood. There was Star Wars, Barbie, He-Man, and the Masters of the Universe, G.I. Joe, and... While Geek This was on hiatus, the second half of that series actually dropped, and that included Star Trek, Transformers, Lego, and Hello Kitty. Now, this show, Toys That Made Us, could very easily solely be marketed to collectors. For me, there was this little bit of nostalgia really mixed in with this fandom I have for history and documentaries and pop culture. So it hit on multiple cylinders and I didn't play with all of these toys. And so just very briefly, I'm going to hit on the show. I'm not going to go through every single episode. I'm just going to give you my thoughts on a couple big moments for me while watching the show. Cause I just finished it over the weekend. The first episode which was Star Wars, that was a great opener for me for multiple reasons because it set up the way that this show was going to tell the stories about the toys and it just showed it how it was going to lay things out with like key components. You're going to have a reenactment of a particular part of the story you're going to have this friendly narrator that really pulls you in. He was really, really excited about what he was talking about. And I thought that was really cool. I know he was an actor still really well done. And then you get into this in-depth story that revolves around all the people that made these toys and you learn so much about them, but you also learn about collectors, people who enjoyed them growing up. Star Wars was a good episode because it taps into my personal nostalgia. I grew up in the 1990s and I missed out on the big Kenner era. So I didn't get to play with those toys. I had seen them, made fun of them because, you know, they weren't super detailed and things like that. But I became interested in Star Wars after my parents bought the special edition box set back in 1997 And I was 10 when that came out. And once I watched it, I loved everything about the franchise at that point. And I, you know, my parents started buying me action figures. Uh, Eventually, Lego had Star Wars toys once the prequels started coming out. 
So I had loads of Hasbro figures, Legos, that kind of stuff. And I found out uh, a few years later, after really getting into it, that my stepmom had actually sold all of her Kenner figures in a yard sale uh, not long after she married my dad. And uh, that was horrifying to me. Uh, Still to this day, I wonder what it would have been like because from what I understand, she had a lot of those characters and figures that you really wanted. You know, Chewbacca was a big one. I know she had Luke. She might have had a couple of those. She had a ton of them because she was very much into Star Wars and she kind of started that love of Star Wars that I had when I was younger. The other episode that meant a lot to me was about Lego and that was part of season two. And I've heard a lot of the Lego story as I've grown up and done a little bit more research. You know, I know some of the things about, you know, where they get the name and where they're from, that kind of thing. And it's been a very integral part of my childhood. And now it's part of my own children's growing up. And it's it's just really cool how how that has transcended generations. And this episode really digs into it. I I learned a lot more about their humble beginnings where they were building these wooden toys, uh, specifically the wooden duck, and just the struggles that they had to deal with and how they've changed as a company to keep up with their audience. You know, they talk about how the Lego Technic series began, um, which was a series that I really didn't get into because it was kind of the more expensive sets because it had all the motors and the machinery and things like that. But they were always very interesting to me. And watching this series as a whole really opened my eyes to what toy makers go through in order to make a successful product. And as a creator myself, I think it's fascinating to watch these things change until become until they become that thing that we all know and love because yeah and and it doesn't come from a collector standpoint it actually comes from being a kid and playing with these toys and you know that's where the nostalgia is for me it's it's not about collecting them i'm not a collector at all but I, you, this show just you learn so much about the the personal stories that go behind it. The Barbie story is very interesting. You may or may not have heard about it. I'm not going into it, but it's it's kind of interesting. There's a little bit of stuff that's not safe for work involved there. But uh, one, you know, one toy that really kind of caught my interest that when I saw it getting ready to start playing, I was like, ah, oh, really? Hello Kitty. But that was actually kind of an interesting story. Transformers was the same way. I didn't I had a couple Transformers, but they weren't they weren't really my thing growing up. I didn't really get into like the Japanese robot craze. I think I was just a little little too young for that. The whole show is is very, very entertaining and it's very educational. So if you're a pop culture fan, which I'm assuming you are because you're listening to this podcast, you're going to find something that you love in this series. And if you're older than me, there's a good chance that you're going to go, Oh, I remember this toy. And I remember that first experience with that particular toy. And, uh, 
obviously if you're a collector that's going to give you the warm fuzzies too because you may have some of these toys or you know you may be regretting that you got rid of some of these toys you never know but both seasons are currently on netflix whenever you're ready to binge watch them uh i i think the episodes are about 45 minutes to an hour long maybe i don't quite remember uh, but they're just a lot of fun to watch. They're really well done, very educational, like I said, but they're not boring at all. Yeah, I think I think it's a show that you want to check out if you were ever a child. So that is it for this week on Geek This. I know it was a short episode, but I'm easing back into the show, so bear with me. Uh, taking a month off from the podcast is a lot harder than you think it would be. I'm thinking about it a lot, thinking, okay, where should the show go? What format changes do I need to make? That kind of thing. So bear with me as I get back into it. The Deadpool episode uh, was fun, but it's a different thing because uh, it was a a back-to-back group episode because I had Infinity War, then I had uh, Deadpool. So the, the group episodes are just kind of different beasts that I have to deal with. There's a different editing process. There's a different setup process. And so solo episodes like this are, are, are fun. They're a little easier to edit. So yeah, just do me a favor, bear with me. I will talk to you next week with a brand new episode, a new topic, some new news stories. Remember you can suggest those to me, but until then keep geeking out. Geek This is produced by me, Dave Clements. Music for this episode can be found at podcastmusic.com, and the show opener was produced by Music Radio Creative. You can find links for this episode and more at geekthispodcast.com. So that is it for this week of on... No. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.